Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about uh, bouncing back from a bad year, starting over, getting back on that horse. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays live event and the land flipping blueprint. we got the live event coming up February 29th. There's not very many tickets left. Nope. Uh, we, if we sell out, then obviously we can't add any more. We've got a certain amount of seats we can take. And if you haven't gotten in this niche and you're thinking about it, you get the land flipping blueprint right now for half off if you buy a ticket to the event. It's going to be a really good time. We did it last year. It's at Top Golf. Got a lot of fun stuff going on, including Project One, which you're not going to want to miss. I promise you. I promise you you're going to want to be there for that. So go online, check it out. Website, uh, www.casualfridaysrei.com. Happy Friday. Hey, what's up? Feeling 38 today. You look 38. It's the gray hair. Gray hair, gray beard, you name it. I know. I've been keeping a little bit more facial hair over the last six, eight months. Kind of getting used to it. I decided to start shaving more. I know. We've kind of changed roles. <laughs> yeah. Well, shaving once a month, just not cutting it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when the guy called you a terrorist. Oh, yeah. That was a, that was a girl. It was a girl that did that. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a guy that told you that. No, no. So the story for everyone listening, I was driving down one of the main streets here in Fort Worth. I haven't hadn't shaved in probably a month, maybe six weeks. And this girl cuts me off out of nowhere. And I'm like, okay, that was weird. But I'm in a, I'm in a good mood that day. The sun is shining. It's nice and cool. So I'm just driving. I'm like, whatever. She needs to cut me off. Whatever. And then as we're coming up to a stoplight, it's, it's red. She pulls over to the right real quick so that I would have to pull up next to her. And I still don't think anything of it. Well, out of the corner of my eye, I see someone. I see her yelling. And so I look. Well, she's yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I roll the window down. I'm like, you know, kind of gesture my hand like, hey, what? You know, and she's yelling at me, calling me a terrorist. <laughs> First of all, born to Texas, you know. <laughs> you got brown hair and green eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she told me that. Anyway, I don't remember anything she said except for the last part, which was, why don't you go back to Agata Agata land? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Agata Agata land. And that was, I mean, that was years ago. And that, that still just blows my mind. It was horrendously like trashy, but still kind of kind of funny now. Yeah, I get to I get to land. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. So let's talk about. You know, I, we talked about. I guess our topic today is you know how to restart from a failed year because we do have some people that aren't brand new. This isn't. We, we've been setting goals or saying take action. You know, make that baby step, push yourself a little farther. But we do have some friends and listeners and acquaintances that you know got started last year and then they switched their business model a little bit and had and ran into some issues you know they they said hey what i tried something different it didn't work how do i get started again and that's a i think that's a valid question and you know whether it's this we often talk about uh, it makes it sound like everything's always peachy peachy rainbows butterflies success money's just falling from the sky and in this niche it's easy to make a, a very turn into a very profitable business it is easy to do that there's a couple things that aren't really talked about you know, one being that usually your first deal doesn't happen in the first 15 days, 20 days. Yeah, you don't go from 
zero to a hundred grand. Zero in forty five days. Yeah, bought to sold in forty five days. Yeah, I mean it. Or mailed to sold in forty five. Yeah, days. I mean real realistically, I like I tell people, I was like, hey, figure one hundred and eighty days from the moment that you send your mail off to go to the printer. That first paycheck will be about one hundred and eighty days out. I, I, that's kind of a realistic thing for me. One hundred and eighty. I would say four to six months. That's yes, six months. Yeah, just under six months. Yeah. So. And that works back with the times it takes to close. If you go through title, you know, sitting on a market for a few days, so we, you can count that back from what your your closing dates, your title dates, like how long it's going to sit on a market. So we count into that for that. But a lot of people have that thought process: is that, oh man, it's January first, I'm going to be a land investor now, and I'm going to make big bucks for the rest of my life, cash flow, passive income, blah blah blah. Realistically, it doesn't happen. One thing that I can say we teach in our course, and, and a lot of other courses teach us too, but the key to real estate investing is your inbound flow is how do you produce leads and get deals in front of you that you can say yes or no to, right? And that's, to me, is how you answer that question is, well, what does your inbound flow look like? And they go, well, I hadn't mailed anything in six months. Or, you know, it sucked because I have held on to some properties last year and I just couldn't get rid of them or I still have them in inventory. You know, those are all valid things that could kind of be slowing you down. So oftentimes you'll hear me say, yeah, sometimes you just dump a property, get your money back out there and get it working. You know, whether you lose a little bit of money, if the property's just sitting there and it's eight months, a year, it's not making you any money. So you're going to lose more by letting it sit there than you would if you sold it at a little bit of loss or break even and get out from under and get going again. Yeah, is that what so do we say that's the reason why we're talking about those topics? Because we had somebody bring it up on a Yeah, we had somebody kind of ask the question and said, Hey, Justin, my my business kind of struggled last year. I changed property types, you know, I I brought on a partner and we've decided to go back to doing it single again. So what should I do coming into 2020 to get back? And I'm like, well, you had a super successful 2018, 2019. You thought you were going to partner with somebody so y'all could scale even faster and it didn't work. So now in 2020, you're back on your own and you're looking for what do I do now? Yeah. So when I talk to someone like that, I always ask kind of the s- certain questions like, well, do you still believe in the niche and do you still believe in yourself that you can do this? Yep. Right. Cause that sets the tone for everything. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I still like the niche. Okay. Well then great. Move on. Yeah. Right. But if you still believe in the niche, you still believe in your ability to do this. You already know the skill. This yep. is a skill set. Knowing how to comp, pick a county, uh, price a county uh, and mail. Hold on. Will you, skill set. will you say that again? I don't think they heard you in the back of the, the church. They I'm need not, to say I'm not really sure what I said. You said <laughs> you have learned a skill, oh, yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. and that's like I, somebody when somebody asked me that one time, and it wasn't this the same conversation. Somebody else asked me that. They go, "Well, what happened if you lost it all?" I start over. Yeah, I yeah. know how to do this now. It is a skill. It is a it's it's a piece of knowledge that I have. You can never take that from me. Yeah. So you had a bad year. Well, guess what? It's a new year. Mm-hmm. Get up, dust yourself off, and go back to what you know. Yep. Maybe the prices of property has changed. Maybe like across the country, things are worth more now. Yeah. Maybe, but the skill set of picking that county, pricing accordingly, mailing, buying and selling has not changed. Yeah, really. And so the question you're going to get back, and I'm going to play devil's advocate for you, is, well, I'm struggling on picking the county and how to do the price. It's well, just tough to pick a county, Adam. It's like I've, my last two mailers missed. Well, that's a confidence thing. That, that, that's we, a confidence we thing. We know that it, this is a numbers game. So if I throw a ton of mail out there, I'm going to get some deals back. Yeah, but if you've done this successfully before and you just happen to have a bad year, well, okay, so you you know how to pick a county. Yeah. Right? And even if you've done two counties. If you had a bad year, go back to the counties you did really good <laughs> two years ago. Well, that's that's the same thing, too. That's, that's a good point, too, because... If you have had good counties before, but it's been a while, so you had a, you had two good counties and you had three bad counties, but it's been a year, it's been two years. Go back to the ones you did good. Yeah, right. I was working with someone the other day on a consulting call, and 
they had had two or three bad mailers. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, let's go to this county because we know this county works. And I want you to send out X amount of mail. They sent 2,400 pieces of mail to this county. Mm -hmm. And they sent me an email the other day that said, I've got way more yeses than I can handle, than more than I can buy. What do you expect me? What, what do you think I should do? Give me the purchase and sales agreement so I can buy some more property. <laughs> well, I, t- typically I would have said that. I know that's even what I said to them. I was like, normally I would be all over this, except you and I just yeah. <laughs> send out a bunch of mail and money's got to go there. Yeah. No, I, I think that there's a, you know, that's a, and that's a confidence boost. And my question for that, or my, my secondary thought is, well, get in every group that's out there and say, Hey, I need to buy three wholesale properties. I want to buy them X amount. This is what I want to pay acquisition price. You'll get a couple deals. You didn't have to go mail. Now you've got some cash sitting on the table. You don't have to accept every deal that comes in. Just get up and get going. It's it's that hustle. And a lot of that comes back to the confidence. Your confidence is down. But you knew it worked in 2018. 2019, you struggled because you tried something different. Get back to the basics and move forward. Mm-hmm. I've actually been there. I mean, anybody knows my story knows that. Yeah, I had done really well, and then I did really, really not so well, and then that that, that crash yeah kills oh, so your confidence. You're, oh, you're talking about when you were in real estate before land. Yeah, 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 and you do lose your confidence. But the only thing you can do is if you believe in yourself, because I I still believed real estate was the path for me and that I could do it. Mm-hmm. And so you just build back up. And yep. it may not happen overnight, but I mean, you can kind of say like, look where I am now. I mean, you and I just sent out yep. a ton of mail. We've got a good podcast and I'm back higher now than where I ever was before. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And that's a, that's a great point. Um, one of the other things that, you know, for this one, I got a little bit easier into it. Cause I was like, well, you know, if you knew, if you want to try something, split your mailers, do with what you know, and then try something on the other half of your mailer. And he's like, well, what do you mean? So if, for instance, if you know that this property type, call it, you know, Nevada, Arizona, uh, Brewster, what whatever your $125, you know that to Castilla County, Alamosa, you know you're going to pull out deals out of. They're going to be good little term deals. You're going to be in them for a couple grand. You're going to sell them for you know twice to three times what you're going to pay for them. When you're going to put them on terms and build your cash flow up, you know throw 500 of those on a mailer when you send out a thousand. Now you got 1500 mailer, cost you next 250 bucks, but you're you're churning deals out of way too. Mm-hmm. Or throw a couple offers in at Coastal or. You know, look at some of the other tax lien and tax deed stuff and, and try to put that in there. So you can layer on your business to keep churning deals. If you've got old inventory, get it to somebody that you see that's marketing in that area really well and say, hey, this product type's just not moving for me. Y'all have a buyer's list there. You know these people. Don't be bashful about saying, hey, I have $2,800 in this. Do you want it for 2800 bucks? And they'll tell you, no, nah, you paid too much. Or, yeah, you know what? I'll take it for 2800 bucks. If that $2,800 sits there and you take 2500 on that, you put that 2500 back to work and it makes $7,500 in you know a month and a half two months you're gonna be happier you did that than not mm-hmm. yeah you mentioned something there i think you said oh tax lien states or whatever yeah just my tax auctions i'm gonna do that this year just for we're, fun we're gonna do it this year yeah can at i least, come at least once yeah you can definitely come okay cool yeah, just sounds fun to me i probably have it in my head <laughs> it's gonna suck <laughs> yeah that's what i was saying it just sounds fun but then we're gonna get there man this was the worst decision ever yeah but i never know until you try right yep i'm just gonna i'm gonna go flash the rolly you got a roll? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm hoping I have one by the time we go there. I got a Foley. I got my Folex from yeah. Mexico I bought. Yeah. So Okay, well, I think we have talked about this one. For me, I'm just going to say if your gear sucked, get up, dust yourself off, just don't quit. Get out there and do what you know how to do. Yeah, I'm going to take it back to a sports analogy. Right. In baseball, when, when I played, uh, we spent a lot of times on the fundamentals. Double-check your fundamentals. Get back to the basics. And once you have that down, you've created your skill, your hon- you've honed your craft, and you can keep deals in front of you, just do that. Just keep your deals in front of you. The selling, the marketing, 
to me, a lot of people spend a lot of time learning that before they'll actually learn how to generate their own deals. And then they're sitting there trying to figure out why well, I, I know how to, I've got this team to sell it. I just don't know how to get them. Well, I, I think we should work on the inbound flow, understand that, then move it to the outbound. There you go. You got it from us. Uh, and that's it for today. It's Friday. So have a great weekend and go to Facebook, go to Instagram, go to YouTube, give us a like, give us a follow and go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us, like rate review and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Monday. Have a safe weekend.